the Objectify My Love podcast, a discussion between Jaya Santru and her owner into the many depths of BDSM. Right, wrong, or even indifferent, it's healthy to talk about. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm well as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to just jump into this conversation? Are you ready to just dive into extreme? <laughs> Apparently. I guess you're prepared. <laughs> the vision of let's be in Siberia and jump in that little cut out ice hole into the water. <laughs> Apparently go. you're very prepared. No. Oh, I'm never prepared. But I am more in mind for this conversation, I think. I've been... Um, I've been looking a few things up because our last our last podcast we discussed perhaps discussing extreme. So here we are, extreme. 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 And mm. and uh know how you've been, know what's going on. <laughs> we in we, your life. we went through the niceties. You said you are well. Was there oh, was more that? to add to that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> there there's more to expound upon no, well. I guess we're fine. No, 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 I'm all ears. What's what do you do beyond well? I was just asking how you've been. Oh, well. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the floor is yours. <laughs> well, all right. So extreme is one of those, um, I think it's a very provocative word. I think it provokes a lot. And obviously it's subjective. Um, what's extreme to one is not extreme to another. I get that. And and then, of course, you have to wonder about is just anything in the realm, BDSM, extreme? Probably not, but it's a matter of finding that. Is it more extreme then? Is it less extreme then? I don't, I don't know. Because, honestly, when I Googled extreme BDSM this morning, because I'm that simple... <laughs> up was was no different than any other you know keywords i search when i go looking for anything for like my twitter line it it mm-hmm. it, it wasn't that much more extreme except they use the word extreme and they use the word brutal but some of it really wasn't and of course some of it was in my uh, in my definition definitely very extreme but it could also be going into that vein of Google just knows what I tend to look for, so mm-hmm. it just feeds me that anyways. Well, you do have a very extreme account. No, no, no. What I'm saying, though, is Google, you know, Big Brother, says, okay, well, you traditionally look for this, so we're going to feed you this anyways, which is another mm-hmm. conversation for another day. Interesting. I'm sorry, I didn't know you were going to be coughing. Well, yeah, we still have cats, so. (laughs) I'll be quicker with the button. No, 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 it's fine. Go ahead. So extreme. And um, I come back to perhaps, perhaps it has to do with time. You know, the longer you're in something, it becomes extreme. Maybe time is one of those ingredients to what makes it extreme. What do you think? Say that again. Time. Time is an ingredient to make it extreme. So mm. you're in it longer. Or you're not in it for very long. So then was it very extreme? So in terms of bondage, you would say. Well, in terms of anything, BDSM. I mean, if you're having anal sex for three hours, that might be considered extreme. If someone is playing but with somebody your anus might, for three hours, that might be... But somebody might consider anal sex extreme. Right. So again, looking for that less than, more than, I don't it's think kind it's of like a, time, a yes I don't think never. time plays a factor in... I do. It, because in how long... certain things. Why? Because I think certain things in general might just the be idea itself extreme. So just and, the idea itself is and extreme. other things maybe the amount of time does factor. For example, bondage. Yeah, I think that factors. Yeah, but if it's just handcuffs, is that 
extreme? If I keep you in handcuffs for 24 hours. Now we're talking that, time. Well, I said for bondage. <laughs> that's my, you, you are literally saying what I'm saying. Yes. For bondage, I think time may, makes a difference. I didn't pinch you this morning, did I? No, no. I was just, okay. you, but I, you, I'm literally giving you what you're saying. And clarifying, because that's what conversation is, right? We clarify the, the things we're saying. So that's all. Are I was you just. Sure I didn't pinch you? You didn't pinch me. I'm not hearing a lot of warm in your voice. I right am now. very warm to oh, you. Oh, okay. Very warm. <laughs> I, 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 am, uh, I was listening and giving you back. Well, so I was looking thought. for ingredients to what would make something extreme. Like. Because like, you're. I know why. I know why we're thinking this way, too. Why? Because you're a baker. No ingredients. I, I, oh, it's well, very. It, it's the way you think. I like. Well, that. No, I think it's the way I think in general. It has nothing to do with baking necessarily. It's just what what makes it, what goes into it, what builds it. We were having conversations yesterday about that. That it's not just one thing. Not necessarily even regarding extreme. Just I, I even forget the topic. But it's not just one thing. But then if you if you make a list of of the sum of it, it to me yes probably because i'm a baker it translates into the ingredients to make the whole but what other word would you use even if you weren't a baker then <laughs> i don't know i just find it interesting the parts i mean if you were a mechanic would it be the, the parts? parts so going back to this idea so you think time i think time is a, a factor i think it is an ingredient to what contributes to extreme. It could be, obviously, your sexual experience and your sexual tastes. But anything anal for you, you <laughs> think's extreme. So time plays no factor. No, 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 not true. Because there's, all right. So there's a little bit when you typically do uh, some wonderful foreplay and then we kind of get into it and then you play a little with my ass that's very sexy. It's very hot. That's not extreme to me. Mm. And it usually doesn't go longer than, you know, 45 minutes. So that doesn't seem extreme because there's a lot of pleasure with it. Oh. Right? But a butt plug is extreme. Because you hate butt plugs. Well. But I think you just don't wear them long enough. I think if I made you wear it for and an extended period of time. And that in and of itself time, could be considered extreme. If I made you wear it for an extended period of time and just didn't listen to your griping. Again, key ingredient time. I said time. I know, I was just latching yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, right? I'm giving you time uh, in certain aspects. But only certain aspects. Yeah, because it doesn't apply. It doesn't, if somebody thinks that anal is extreme, then time has no consequence. Extreme is a is a I beg opinion. to differ. I beg to differ because I think I think they might find it extreme, but then you add time into it, they're gonna think it's even more extreme. I think Go ahead. No, I got nothing. I no, just go ahead. I was just saying that. So then um Really, in my in my wanderings, in my quest across the Google desert, it seems um, pipes, <laughs> metal pipes formed into apparati and twisting and contorting someone's body. It looks extreme, but if you look at the actual position of the body, so I started wondering... Um, just because it looks extreme, is it really extreme? Because some things look very extreme. Like you could put just a woman in handcuffs with her hands, you know, cuffed behind her back and maybe a spreader bar. And now you add mascara completely running. Now it looks really extreme because it looks dramatic. Looks extreme, but maybe nothing even happened. She just, you know, applied her makeup poorly or doesn't have water-resistant mascara. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe he was trying to take off the mascara and did a bad job because he didn't have the right... But it looks extreme. It looks like maybe she was... You're talking about photos and or videos, but that's not what we should be talking about. Well, okay, I'm just... 
lending to the look of extreme. Sometimes I, things look extreme when maybe they really are not. I think we should talk about All right. what I could go, we could go four hours on on this back and forth about what might be extreme. And what's I don't not think extreme. anybody wants to listen to four hours when it, when it comes to photography and or video. Well, or but porn. what's extreme to you? To well, me specifically, porn is one of those two things, or erotica. Well, know, okay, so then that for me it always goes back to time because I don't think like a chastity belt. I don't think a chastity belt is terribly extreme but then if you add a full day onto it then it becomes a little more extreme i don't know if being bound for me is necessarily that extreme but then if you say no you're staying in it for 48 hours now it becomes extreme in my mind time to so me so you're jumping so to all me, over the place here so why don't oh, we I just take one how of you these clarify my thoughts and you'll break them up and say i appreciate that why don't we take one of these at a time and see how you feel and let you talk all you want, <laughs> oh. but just stay on each one for a little bit instead of jumping all over the place. Well, you, you could contribute chastity. You could contribute what you think is extreme. Uh, I might. I would love to know your definition I'm, of extreme. I, I might do that since, right. since I am the other guy in this podcast. Right. It's not, I'm not the person they come to listen to, but I have an opinion. So you said chastity. I did bring up chastity, yes. So is it different, male chastity versus female chastity? I don't know because I'm only one sex. You're right. So chastity in and of itself is not extreme to you. Mm -mm. But if I said, hey, I'm going to place you in a, a good, high-quality chastity device mm -hmm. for a period of... You cannot take it off. You will not be given relief from it. For... So I guess I'm on a liquid diet. No, you can still <laughs> poop. Okay. It's because you know everyone they're poops. They're designed that way. Are they? Good ones are. Well, because usually for a woman, it's a strap up the. No, they have a hole usually. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm. So. <laughs> <laughs> you have to think about these things. Oh, also, I have. You really do have to think about these things. So, which seems in and of itself extreme. Or you have to you, think even about if your it has, a, a even if it bed. has a rod that goes up like a very thin rod, you just poop around it and then clean. That can be done too. However, see, and I hold it forever, knowing <laughs> that that impetus was there. Let's I'd be like, say okay, there's no a, pooping, yeah, no <laughs> pooping allowed, which would really make me cranky. So let's say that I chose <laughs> to put you in chastity for 48 hours. Yes, I would think that was extreme. Would you? Why would you think that is extreme? Because of the time period. Because I would think, and literally I'm thinking right now, all right, so no pooping for 48 hours. That's extreme for me. <laughs> okay. All right, we're just, I mean, there's no point in having conversation about this if I'm not going to be real. No, I was right. saying, okay. Okay, I all right. So, I wasn't being critical. I just said, okay. So, so it would putting be, a male it would be, in chastity for 48 hours, extreme? I would think more so because I know that there are other ways for the chastity, to, for the chastity cage to fit a male's cock. Including the, what is that, the, what is that little doodah that goes in their little hoo-ha? Like a Prince Albert chastity? Maybe. So like it's being held by a piercing. So the form of chastity changes it. But time doesn't matter then. I don't know. I think, well, it, I think just, it would matter I, for a male. I, but, but regarding it only... I said 48 hours is so, extreme for a male. So that's tough because the cage doesn't impede him pooping. <laughs> I'm Neither consistent. does a belt. It does. No, it doesn't. <sighs> All right. So if My there was My knowledge of this is a little better. Obviously. So it doesn't. Okay. But okay. No, all right, all right. I'm just saying, I mean, yes. the cage, there's nothing there impeding upon his anus. Mm, typically not, no. Right, so mentally, it's a little more extreme for a woman like me, who's now thinking if there's something around my little sphincter 
All right, fine. That's extreme. For a male to not be able to get a hard on, because I'm sure throughout the night, it's it's very natural for a man to get hard throughout mm-hmm. the night. And if he's wearing it overnight while he sleeps, that would probably become extreme. Because I'm sure every time he tries to get hard, he might wake up. So in your opinion... Which then affects his sleep. So in your opinion, chastity in general <laughs> is extreme. For an extended period of time. Well, but if chastity, it's just for if it's but, but if it, it's it, six hours or less, no, probably there's not. no reason to do chastity for anything but a, a period of time that's extended in some way. That's the whole point. That's mm. the point of chastity. Okay. Okay. All so right. in that's general, a fair chastity point. Fair is fair counter. I respect that. In general, chastity is extreme. In your mind, or just you no? Know, I'm, I'm asking you. Audience. I'm asking you. I, 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 haven't I given stand you my by. I stand yet. by the time thing. I, I given, stand by that. I haven't given you my opinion yet. So in your in your mind, if you're going to do any form of chastity for any period of time, that is meaningful. Okay. A couple of days. Uh, yeah, that's extreme. That's extreme. Yes, I think so. Okay. I don't <laughs> see it that way. Exactly. I didn't think you would. So I don't think it's very extreme for a male for as long as they have the right chastity device that they can clean themselves because it's very important um, for a few days. I don't think that that's very extreme. All right. Uh, for a female, I do think you go two or three days you're on the side of extreme. And it's it's more because of the way female devices are designed. Um, a little harder to clean because you don't have access to your genitals at all, in essence. Mm-hmm. That's the point of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a problem for some females. And I think it would be a problem for you. I, I don't think, again, they're designed different than you're thinking. So I don't think... Your fascination with pooping amazes me, but I don't think you'll have an issue pooping as much as you would staying clean. And then the other thing for you is you don't like things around your waist very tight. And the essence of a good chastity belt requires it to be somewhat tight around your waist. So you would have a challenge and it would be extreme for you because of that. But I think males, and, and you know, there's the whole October thing, right? They go a month. Mm, mm-hmm. and, and, and females do some of that as well. I don't know that any females do a whole month. Um, if you do, please let us know. But, and the reason why they can do that is because, again, it's not nearly as hard to keep clean and to wear a device as okay. it is for a female. All right. So Just in general. All right, so what about restraining and bondage in general? Is that extreme? I I don't think so, obviously. <laughs> okay, what about um, stress, bondage, or suspension? Well, stress positions or, or suspension, it's... So you could use the term extreme from the standpoint, well, you can't do it for a long period of time. Uh-huh, well, yeah, that's true. But... but I don't. Okay, but how long? How but long? I don't think time matters there. What I, what I would say is no, they're not extreme. I don't think any form of bondage is extreme. When I'm, if it, I'm if a it bondage cuts enthusiast. Off, okay, so. if it cuts off the circulation to an extreme that an appendage well, turns purple, such that's as your breasts. Wrong. That well. Okay, so. All right. I would give that. That seems very extreme. But I don't. I don't think that's very. I, I don't think. The bondage in and of itself. I mean, you can do some very tight breast bondage. You've never really had any breast bondage. No, I don't think you've ever really... I don't think you're into that. Because if you were, you would have tried it with me. I am into it. I don't think that I'm good enough to do it with your specific body. It's harder to do with someone with average breasts. It's just harder. It, it's the same as if you have a really small cock. It doesn't. There's certain things that just don't work really well. Um, and it's harder to really grab them individually in a bondage position um, and get them wrapped per se. 
Mm. And I don't think that you would enjoy, because that's going to be more painful for somebody like you than it would be for somebody who has larger breasts that are easy to wrap. Okay, that's fair. It's going to take more energy and a much smaller, narrower piece of rope or twine, which then incurs more pain. And I know that you like nipple pain, but I don't think you'd like breast pain. Okay, so needle play, is that extreme? Yeah, I would I would consider that extreme, yeah. It's not something that most people can do safely. It requires knowledge. Well, it, I, I think bondage requires knowledge as well. In its most basic form, it doesn't, but yes, the more you add, the more knowledge you have to have. Mm. Okay. So its most basic form is a pair of handcuffs. That doesn't require a lot of knowledge. Right, right, right. And what's the most basic form of needle play? Would that be piercing? No. The, the most basic form would be using needles to just do punctures. So like... Oh, okay. And you think that's um, more basic? Because you have to, you have to know... You know, the layers of epidermis really to pierce. Well, like, and so, not go so, but I still think it's extreme in its most basic form, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I, I said needle play, yeah, I think that's extreme. Like, I have that that poster, right? That that you had framed for me uh-huh. that we haven't been able to hang ever. But I love. Mm-hmm. Now we could probably hang it. I'm going to hang it when we move in with your mom. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> um, where she has all the needles like under her skin yeah. and they come out so yeah, they can yeah, make yeah. that angel thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking about that. That's a little harder because you have to be under the skin, over the skin, or, or you know, just under. The, but like breasts, puncturing mm-hmm. like breast, because breast tissue right. is soft, so right. you can add needles to that pretty right. easy. You've seen that in, uh, in yeah. life. Um, I still think that that is extreme to a certain well there's a form of lacing that people do through needle play as well and yeah no and i I think that's i I think that would be more extreme yes but it seems fairly popular because i i can think of several times that we've gone to a dungeon or a party and somebody's doing it so then you then my mind wanders to common if it's common is it extreme (laughs) I, I don't. I, I don't think the two. The two they're not words, correlated at all. Probably I, I don't just think because it's common doesn't mean that it's not extreme. It's just two things. One, I don't think it's common. I think you see it a lot because just like fire play, it looks cool. So somebody wants to show that so off. So fire play is one of those that it looks extreme, but it's really not. Yeah, in most cases, it's not. Goes back to the running mascara. <laughs> you have to know how to do it. You have to know how to do right, it. Obviously. Right. So so, but I just. It's a gimmick. That's my personal opinion of fire play. Every time I've seen it, every time I've been associated with it, mm-hmm. it's gimmicky. It's cool to watch. All right. All right. So it's kind of like a magic trick almost. So let's delve into something a little deeper, shall we? Let's go into, and I do think this is extreme, and yet, forgive the diatribe, but it follows the vein of, you know, consent, not consent, owner, property, where. When presented right and presented with everybody on board enjoying it, it's okay on the platform, but rape, a rape scene, rape play, um, seems very extreme, I think. I, I don't, I don't disagree. Um, because if it begins to feel real, where is that? line of so you bring up a very valid point that it's very similar to the consensual non-consent relationship that we have Mm -hmm. so we have this relationship where i say this i I would prefer that you explain it but i'll explain it and maybe you can (laughs) say yes it's that way or no it's not Mm -hmm. whereby you have given me permission to do whatever i wish Whenever I wish, without any real caveat. I have given that control over to you. So 
by virtue of that, I could quote unquote rape you. But then if I'm consenting, it's a, it's a round robin really. And again, because if I'm consenting, then where is that line? Again, I I think I, I was only bringing that up for this to basically make a, a comparison. Right. That our relationship in general would be much more extreme than many others. A rape scene in and of itself, mm-hmm. I think it's extreme from the standpoint is it requires a, a, a level of trust that is much greater than I think people really understand. Agreed. So, you know, hey, I want to do a rape scene and I want it to be like two or three guys and I want to be kidnapped and I don't really want to know what's coming. Well, you could pick the wrong day. <laughs> you could. If you Where nobody's I mean. in the mood for it. And now what? And and so you have to have this level of trust that somebody's going to say no at some point if mm-hmm. it's really a no. Mm-hmm. Um, probably through a safe word. And you know, I don't really love safe words, but... To do something like that as a couple or otherwise, I think that's probably, mm-hmm. unless you really hit, you've been doing it a bunch and then, but I think it is extreme. I do, I do really think it's an extreme. I think it's extreme mentally too. I think it would be very, it would be a very heady exchange between yeah, lovers. I, I, I don't, I don't because get, it, I don't get that specific fetish. Like there's a lot of fetishes mm-hmm. I don't really. Mm-hmm. I, it, to me, it's not, so I, I get like, it's funny because there's a lot of people and I've, I've read this and I see this in, in on Twitter and otherwise when mm-hmm. people talk about that specific fetish and it's usually compared to the idea they want to be used and just abused. And, and I see it differently because rape has such a context to it. It does. I don't think my mind doesn't think in a way that that could be pleasant, but I, I do ironically enough think like, you know, like these pig slave stuff and all that. Mm -hmm. I think I get that you, the, the, the idea that you want to be so humiliated and degraded and you get pleasure from, I get that because I understand that, but I don't understand the rape thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think I understand the rape play in that much like our owner property objectification it is it is just more in that extreme realm of he's just pouring coffee people he's not peeing on me i swear he i think it's i think it's that yearning for that more extreme power exchange i think really that's where it lies and that deeper want for that extreme exchange. Yeah. I, and I listen, think when I look at it like that, it's just understanding where that lies. I, where I, it was somebody who, you know, has wonderful character and wonderful integrity, but darker fantasies, it doesn't make them a bad person unless of course they're knocking on, you know, Aunt Emma's door and down the street and acting upon things. Well, That's a whole other conversation. This is all about consent and conversations between lovers. Yeah, no, I, 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 I just I wanted agree. to be clear for I anybody agree. who might. Because I just, I just don't get that. I, I there's something about that connotation that uh-huh. I, I just can't get around. It's like the incest thing, right? Like there's, there's people who are into that incest fetish. Right. Um, I in no way, shape or form think that that's really sexy. I I will stop you there. Having been very close with my sister and meeting very many men who would love to have oh, my yeah, sister yeah, and I yeah. at the same time. That's a yeah. It seems no, that, it's yeah. very common. It's very common. Yeah, I I just it's not. I don't know. I I, I you're right. There are no, but coming down to the Oedipus and wanting to fuck your own mother, that's a yeah. little. But I, I just, it's, I, I hold it in the same area basically and I just don't, I don't get that, right? Like, I get it, I guess I get it from like the stepmom fetish, you know, like that type of thing, you know, the sexy stepmom and, you know. The, yeah, but how long did you know the stepmom? Again, I'm just saying. Because if there's a bond there as I though just, they were I'm, a parent, I'm just using like of, no, these, fair, these fair, little. Fair. Extreme. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, I just don't get the rape thing. I just don't. And, so, and I'm not saying that it's bad. I just don't understand it. I think in all of this, in all of this thought process, extreme is really something that provokes. I think for me, I would label something extreme if it provokes a lot of discomfort, not just like a little, hmm, but truly a lot of, I'm very uncomfortable with that. I so think caning that leads to blood. I would then become uncomfortable with it. I think caning, caning to the level of um, Marquis de Sade and truly merciless. Like brutal master type. Right. I See, think, that's, that to me that's is extreme, extreme, but it's not uncomfortable. That's interesting. It would be uncomfortable for me, I think. No, that's not uncomfortable at all. I totally, um, I totally understand that thought process anyway i guess mm. um and that that there are people that need to go that extreme need to feel that much um right so pain then it, it would they humiliation would they consider it extreme would well, they consider it extreme I'm sure they or do, do they understand that that I, want is extreme there's, i'm sure they do there's I, another side of the yeah, coin i'm sure they do cuz it's a very it's a small group of the population, right? Right. Um, it's a small group of the fetish population, even, that need that much. That extreme. Um, but I, I, so, so when you use the term extreme like that way, mm -hmm. the way you did, I would say, no, it's not, but it is. You know, it, I, I define extreme differently, I guess. Fair. Absolutely. Um, I think I think everybody does, but I go back to maybe a general, which then doesn't work for you, is does it make you uncomfortable? If it makes you uncomfortable, does that mean it's extreme? Yeah, it doesn't make me uncomfortable typically. I, I, I just, so like, you you know, there's certain, and, and I share them when I see them and I, I, I enjoy them. There's mm -hmm. certain people who put out material that I think are worth worthy, right? Okay. Like, I think what Greyhound does with bondage life is worthy. I think and, and extreme. Yeah, she mm -hmm. she does a lot of. Um, she she lives a very extreme lifestyle. For right. me to believe that that's her lifestyle, right. and I do. I don't think it's all an act. Right. Um, I think what the brutal master website or whoever the guy is. I don't even know who the guy is. I think what he does is compelling. And again, I think it's compelling because I think it's much more real. And and reality is what compels me, right? So then the question for me, the next thought I have is, um, if it compels you or intrigues you, mm -hmm. is it extreme? I mean, where where does that line for you? Well, again, I'm not saying that he's not ex what what they do is not extreme. Again, it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. I guess is where it comes down to. Okay, so knowing that I I do look at a lot of porn and I have a couple of rabbit holes to go down in that, and one of them is devices. Like you often see, I often see it in pictures and you've never used it on me, which I do feel would be extreme, such as like a dildo attached to a pole used or devices or machines that are made to continually like a fucking machine mm -hmm. i almost bought one of those for you not too long ago really yeah why because i wanted to do some stuff with long-term bondage and a fucking so machine. if you can set a room up in your house and literally do porn in it a ton because you have a lot of apparatus and mm -hmm. whatnot is that extreme would having you a room in your house devoted to bdsm play I don't know. I, I, uh, so, so, I, I don't, I had one. You did. I had one. You did. Um, and then we had kids and then we, we no longer had one. So it depends on, you know, where you are in your life socially maybe. If you don't have children and you don't have to worry about those things socially. So I, I look at it this way. Mm -hmm. and, and again, I, having a place to enjoy Whatever your sexual fetish is in your home, I don't think is extreme specifically. Okay, so the fun dynamic between us, I think, is I 
in some ways am probably more of a prude or naive than you. And what's lovely is your extreme definition and whatnot is is much different than mine. So I follow your lead and then I think, oh, okay, well then maybe that is an extreme where my initial reaction is, holy fuck, no, that's really extreme. But you're over there like a, like a psychologist saying, hmm, how does that make you feel? This is just fine. This is all normal and safe. Because, you know, that's how you get them to go down and open up more. And <laughs> that's how you get me to go down and open up more of, oh, well, he doesn't think that's extreme, so maybe I need to modify. It's very, it's, I think it's, it's a very interesting um, well, I think dynamic it's, piece. I think it's the us. job of the person who owns one to ensure that. I don't flip out about, wait, this is really extreme. No, thank you. You, you have you're to like, feel. No, 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 this is cool. If, if I don't make you feel safe, <laughs> the majority, if not all of the time. In getting into feel, a creeper van. I fail, I, fail, I fail that sometimes. I know I do. But you should feel safe with me pretty much all the time. It's an interesting thought process, though. I think for anybody listening, maybe you can hear that aha moment of, of, an ingredient to the dynamic because I do think that's kind of important that the, the one leading the way is very calm about this, like getting me chained to the bed. I was always very calm about that. And I remember when, when the thought was kind of laid out there between us, I think you felt that was very extreme. And I was like, Oh no, that sounds very normal. <laughs> and I think maybe maybe the calmness between, you know, the one introducing it helps well, the extreme lesson. I, I don't, yeah, I think chaining you to the bed is something that I um, should do more often. We, we go through um, cycles. cycles of it. But the idea that you, I chain you to the bed, I didn't think was as extreme as the idea that, of doing it all the time. For example, one of the things that I did with you for a while that you hated, but I loved, is having you inspected before you went to bed. Oh, dear God. Every single evening. And that might be extreme. Looking in the cavities of your lover seems a little extreme. It puts you in, <laughs> it puts you in a very good place, though. Mm, interesting. You would get very angry, and then I'd chain you and I'd leave for a while. Because that way, when I came back, you wouldn't be angry. <laughs> and over time, it was less and less time I had to be gone. Fair. Like I could be downstairs for 15 minutes and come back up and it was good. Fair. The first time I had to wait like an hour. Okay, sensory deprivation. Do you think that's extreme? Uh, no. I, 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 it's This is one of those ones, you and I talked about this. <sighs> Certain hoods, I think, are extreme. That is sensory deprivation. But the idea of taking away a sense, no, I do not think that's extreme at all. Right. Because right. a blindfold, I don't think, is extreme I always, at all. I always laugh because blindfold, the blindfold is the gateway drug. <laughs> it is the gateway drug because the blindfold is, it's so sensual and it's very erotic when used, mm -hmm. when used right. And it's one of those that... If you just use the blindfold on me and you give me nothing but pleasure, I'm going to crave more. So then maybe you put on ear pods and they're held in by that blindfold. So now you've taken away my sight and sound and mm -hmm. it gets even more erotic. It's, it's that gateway. And then before you know it, you can't see, you can't smell, you can't hear. You can use latex and you can't really feel, yet you feel and it, it becomes a little more extreme. I, I don't disagree. Again, I, like I said, I don't think taking away a sense or even two senses is very extreme. What about three senses? <laughs> Four. I can keep counting. <laughs> Technically, we only have five senses. However, some argue six. I don't know. But I do think certain <laughs> devices when used for sensory deprivation, like there's hoods that are exceptionally extreme. You have one that is not... It's it's borderline extreme, I think, because it has a much bigger breathing hole. See, that's fascinating because I think that you've introduced and asked, this is this is easy. We'll just slip it on. You can slip it off. 
and now I hear you, and I'm like, part of me inside is like, he admitted it, he admitted it, it's extreme, it's extreme, holy shit, holy shit. Well, the first one wasn't. <laughs> the first one I don't think was. Oh, the very first one was see-through. Well, and then, well, the second one then, I yes. don't think was. It had a huge breathing area. Right. Because so, you needed that. And you need that because of the, you get claustrophobic. So it's always that brilliant idea of the frog in the in the pot and the water isn't <laughs> hot to begin with and it slowly gets warm and the frog doesn't notice. I, I, think, the one, so, I think the one I like most now, mm-hmm. I don't mean to cut you off, but no, I... No, that's fine. No, you can go back to it. No, but no, I think no. the one you have now, the one that I like most, uh-huh. the padded one, I think that's fairly extreme. And that's probably the one I'm most comfortable with, ironically. Yeah. I think that one's fairly extreme, especially if I can put you in it for an extended period of time. There's that ingredient. Well, in... in, in and it does become more extreme. If I know I'm only going to be in it a short time, I'm able to endure it. So easier. like, take like your book, In the Hood. Oh, we're going to go back, hey? Well, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> the idea of putting you in it at dawn mm-hmm. and you not seeing the light of day. Literally. I think that's that concept and you, you could never do it. I, I'm going to say never. I shouldn't use never, but you could never. You do should it. say never. You, you actually should not say never because I think I could. And I think that we have played where it was pretty darn close to that time. No, not in that hood. Never. You've never been in that hood for longer than probably two, two and a half hours. I've been in the other hood longer. We were on, we were in Vegas and we played for much longer. So, but it was the the other. other. Yeah, the other hood. But the other hood was unique because it create, I could create multiple openings. This one, there's only one. So how about objectification? Is that extreme? Uh, Yeah, I don't. uh, My opinion of this is, is is definitely um, not as useful um, because I don't think it's extreme at all, and yet it probably is. Well, using someone as a piece of furniture for an extended period of time seems a little extreme, I think that's part of the whole idea of owning someone, which is extreme in and of itself. Or keeping someone as a pet where they eat and they crawl, and they eat on the floor and they crawl, and they do nothing but, but play that role for two days or longer. That seems a little extreme, no? It seems it. But maybe it's not? No, I guess it is. Again, I my view on that is so jaded because I that's that's the thing I love most. That's the reason why this podcast is called Objectify My Love. Right. Because that's the thing I love doing to you most, objectifying you. So not extreme. I'm a pervert, I guess. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and, I'm not. I'm not saying that. And, I'm just... and yes, I guess it is. But to me, that's natural. Uh, so we, one of the things that I think people get wrong about this, uh-huh. not us in general, but just oh, we may get it wrong. I might get it. BDSM, I get it wrong all the time. The the male led relationship, right? Okay. We I just look at that as very traditional. I don't see that as very extreme. I and I, I just I'm a traditional value guy. Like we don't share partners because that's just not something I'm as comfortable with. You're probably not either. I don't know. We've had that conversation before, but things change. I would play with someone else and I would let someone else play with you, but I wouldn't let them have sex with you. So would selling me be extreme in your book? For a period of time? Sure. So like, yeah, like selling someone you can't legitimately do, but the idea of maybe auctioning you for a day, yeah, that's extreme. Okay. And I would do that in a heartbeat. So not extreme. Well, I, I, I know it's extreme. But and see, so to me mentally, that feels very extreme. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. But I would do that, absolutely, especially for like, we've talked about this charity auction or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be phenomenal. I think it would be one of your better or great experiences. Again, given the right person, given mm. the right parameter, and y- you can't pick the person, but if you have the right parameters, and you know, I think, yeah, I think that's, um, yeah, I, w- I would definitely do that. Okay, how about, um, 
deep throat training. Would that be considered extreme? Because honestly, some of it isn't very extreme to me, but when you put a dildo out that's very large and you want me to work on that daily to work on my gag reflex mm-hmm. and whatnot, that then seems a little extreme. No? Yeah, I guess. Um, that's something I, I want you to do more. No, I know. And you balk at pretty um, regularly. Because I've left it for you many times. Uh, not many times. And that goes into uh, self-led play, really, like self-bondage and whatnot. And No, I, it goes into the idea that I want you to be able to do something for me, and I require you to exercise to do it. That's not self-led at all. I'm telling you. You're doing that to make yourself better for me. I don't think that's self-led at all. I get the idea of self-bondage, and I understand why you don't like that. But that's not the same thing. And and I would argue that with anybody. Well, you just did. No, I'm saying if somebody <laughs> if somebody says, no, that's not the way it is, I'll argue that point. Because it's not something you would do unless I tell you to. And you're only doing it because I request it of you. Okay. Next. <laughs> all right, let me see. Um, Do you think that's extreme? Honestly, it's a uh, it's an evolving thought. Obviously, because I think extreme is an evolving. It evolves. It starts somewhere and evolves and evolves to desensitization, probably. But I do think when you ask me to work on something such as opening my anus or the deep throat with a dildo. I think those things that you ask me to personally work on um, solely on and with myself, I do feel like that's extreme. Mentally, mentally it's harder for me to get around because it's not, it's not the way I'm sexually wired. Mm. And I've warmed to it more and I would train more for it. And I, I am, I feel I'm very good at deep throating, but I could see that you would want to push on that and create it into something more extreme. It's, mm, it's an interesting thought that extreme because it's a slippery slope, isn't it? If what, what was extreme five years ago, then if you're playing in those boundaries, of course it changes the boundaries. Yeah, I think, um, one, I do think you do a pretty good job deep-throating. What I'd like to see more of is just opening your throat to the point where you're bringing my cock down in. And you're not, you do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. I'd like to feel that more. I just, it's one of those things that's just awesome to feel. Uh, that's cool. It just know in a, in a future podcast, I'll say something. I'll, I'll hit something with you in that realm of, oh, yeah. I'd like to feel this more. Well, uh, you do it. <laughs> you do, typically. You do. And, and I'm, that's one of the things that's great about this. We get to share those thoughts that maybe we wouldn't share in the same way all the time. I'm not complaining at all but i would love to watch you and see you work on that Mm. if nothing else Mm -hmm. to know that you're doing it for me and that's not fair because if i'm doing it for you does that fall under extreme uh, i don't care whether it's extreme or not it's a little more philosophical than what maybe one of us wants to admit because okay, I, I'm again. I could care less. It's extreme. <laughs> I just like you doing things for me. You dress for me. Is that extreme? It, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, it did feel a little more extreme to me, and over time, it's become less and less extreme. To where now, I, where I am now for that is much different than where I was in the first two years of our relationship. Hmm. It didn't see. It seemed extreme. Then you're going to take control of my wardrobe. You're going to tell me what to wear, and 
how I should feel when I wear it, that seems a little extreme. You know, wardrobe is, is a, it's an extension of you and how you feel. And now I have to dress for you. And it's a thought process that then felt very extreme. Okay. But no longer feels extreme. I literally, I dressed last night solely with you in mind. And you looked gorgeous, by the way. Okay, thanks. You did. What else you got? I think that's about it. I'm sure that there's no, a lot No, there's more, more on there. So I see more. Electricity, is that extreme? Forced it, orgasm, is that extreme? Yes, um, to electricity, I think, in general, that would be seen as something that's extreme. Forced orgasm, no. See, I think if you no. add the factor of time, I think it does become extreme. No, I don't. I, don't. I, mean, I mean, people do that who are not into BDSM. They force orgasms upon their partners. I mean, that's, I don't see that as extreme at all. Do they? Yeah, they vibrators and stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that as extreme. I've been in a couple of vanilla relationships. and You never did that? No, there are no well, forced so, orgasms in so that I'm, regard. But no. I'm not saying tie you down and for it. That's different, right? I'm just okay, saying so give an orgasm if, when somebody doesn't if want, tied maybe down? want one. Maybe, maybe give an orgasm when somebody's trying not to have one. I don't know if that's extreme or not. I, 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 don't, I don't really think so. Go ahead, next. <laughs> I'm answering the questions now. So no, no, no. You, I, we but say, I, I don't know. ever answer questions, oh, so you're wow, giving questions. You, that's like the third one, Miley Cyrus, with your, your wrecking ball. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not wrecking ball you. I'm just saying. We have the conversation a lot that I ask all the questions and well, you'd often, like me to answer the questions. Often so. you, you lead conversation, but you don't play fair in this regard because you're like, I don't think that's extreme. No, I don't think that's extreme. I don't think that's extreme. Well, I didn't. I, I readily admitted some things were very extreme. All right. What's something that we haven't addressed that you do find extreme and want to do. Oh, piss play. But we have done piss play. More piss play. I think that's extreme. It is extreme. Urinal training, stuff like that. Yeah, that's extreme. I I think that is very extreme. Yeah, I I think that. My mind is definitely saying, ah. I think pony play is extreme, and we do that. We do a lot of that. That's probably together our number one fetish maybe well it encompasses a lot of the things that we both enjoy objectification Mm -hmm. you enjoy it in some ways in that way i think you do It, Mm -hmm. it involves good bondage restrictive bondage which i think we both enjoy it involves um Showing off a little bit, which I think you enjoy. It involves a deep level of uh, connection. Mm. And you have to really be focused on me as I, you, which we both enjoy when we're doing that. And we, we do it in public, which is something we both enjoy. Okay, let's go back to when you were uh, a more naive mind. Can we do that? Okay, I'm there. Putting your lover in a collar, was that extreme then? Or was that something very natural so it was never extreme to you? I, I, so the naiveness, um, remember I didn't get to do that first. I had to wear one first, so it was a no, little no, different. No, 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 I go back to, I go back to your teenage days. Well, yeah, but we didn't exploring. do collars. We didn't, but we did. We did bondage and stuff. But okay, we didn't so, do collars so didn't at some it. point in time, collar was a brand new idea to mm-hmm. you. And I'm just trying to look for that moment. The first time I wore a collar, I was like, wow, this is, um, well, it had to be put sheesh. on you. It was introduced yeah. to yeah, you. Yeah, it was, it was, it, it was a big deal to me. Yeah. Did it feel extreme? Because big deal and extreme are not necessarily the same no, thing. No, probably not. It probably didn't feel extreme, but it was definitely a big deal. Okay. I'm just curious. It was like, wow. Yeah, it was different. Uh-huh. And I typically have used collars. Like, I'd like you to wear a permanent collar. Right. We had one for you for a little while that I liked, but I didn't love. Yeah, but it wasn't soft. It wasn't something, 
It was just, it wasn't. I'd like you just to have one of those titanium rings. Really? Yeah. Um, I've, I've said that to you numerous times and and seeing that feels like extreme to me because I think a lot of people know what that is and what that looks but it like. But it doesn't, it doesn't, that's not, I don't care. <laughs> right, because you're not the one in it well, all, at uh, all again, times. Again, it's not in anybody's face specifically because I'm not going to put get one with a ring on the end. Just the ring, period. Um, I, I like those and I think that um, they're very important to me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't object to one that was very thin. Yeah, no, they're not, not very not thick. Not thick, uh, because I have collarbones that bruise easily. Choking, so that oh, going back to next choking and sense sensory deprivation. Choking is that extreme? Yeah. Okay. Why? Well, one, it's dangerous. If you don't know how to do it, you'll hurt somebody. You could kill somebody. Um, two, it's it's pretty violent act, right? I mean, you love it. We do it a lot. Mm-hmm. But in its context, if you if you just say choking someone, mm-hmm. the, the visual is very. It's a little for most for most people. It's a violent. It's, you it's, may not see it as violent because you enjoy that sensation. Well, and I us. always associate it with something yeah. sensual. I, I, yeah, I see that as extreme. Yeah, mm. interesting. And again, if you don't know how to do it, you can cause a lot of damage. Isn't that fun? That's one of those that you see extreme and I do not. That's a rarity. Yeah, no, I think that's very extreme, actually. Mm. Uh, it, uh, it's one of those things that I would never suggest a couple do because if they don't know how to do it, mm-hmm. it's a disaster. Well, it can be, yeah, absolutely. I, like, like literally, if we were giving advice to couples, that would never come up on the list. Okay. Do you have any other extreme that was not brought up? I think there's probably hundreds of topics out there. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's all sorts of fetishes that are... And if we didn't address something that you wanted to hear addressed, well, you didn't DM us. You didn't let me know, so... Well, who, we, we did get some. What were the ones that we got? Oh, we had rape play, which we addressed. Mm-hmm. We had extreme restraints, which we addressed. Um, there's, there's a common one that I've found from many people, many men that I've spoken with, with um, arousing a woman while she's asleep. And and taking her while yeah. she's asleep, and I don't know if that falls under BDSM or if it just falls under it's sexual. Well, and it, there is an exchange there. Um, yeah, that's not something that I would ever want to do. Well, I'm just saying that's it's something that was that's been brought up by a few people. Um, it's like doing bo- it's like binding you when you're asleep. I don't ever want to do. I want you to know that you're being bound. Yeah. I want you to know, I want you to hear the locks. I want you to know that you can't get out. All right. That you're going to be there at my... All right, so at any time I could be woken with you using me. No, I I might wake you. I might wake you with the idea that I'm going to use you, but I want to wake you. Hmm. I want you to know. That's part of it. That's the reason why you're there is because you need to know that. It's one of the reasons why we work. You need to know those things, and I need to tell you those things. Well, I think that that shows where your thoughts are. Like, mine would be more of a, even while I'm sleeping, my body is yours. Yeah, no, I get that, but I wouldn't do it that way. Right, because that's not the way you work. Yeah, it's not. You are definitely a 24-7, though. I mean, you are... You are every bit property and that in, in its and truest of, sense. That in and of itself is a little extreme. Oh, yeah, it's very extreme. I don't know. I struggle with that one because even the first time I remember the first time hearing that term, and it never seemed extreme to me. It seemed natural. I think it's natural for our relationship. I think well, it's, perhaps na- it's a natural 
state of being for you because I was not that person, as you know. Right. So this is one of those, it's yet another idea that I did not feel extreme. So I persuaded you. But I think the way we, the the boundaries we've laid out, yes, I think it's very extreme because there is no boundary. Mm. There's no, there's nothing that stops me specifically from doing something other than my knowledge of who you are. Right. There's no, like if I were to end this podcast in the next few minutes, which we will be because we're, we're, we're well over time. We're well over we could, normal time. We could definitely go to four hours. <laughs> but, but if I stop this and then bound you to the column there in our bedroom and mm-hmm. just left you there for the day, I mm-hmm. could do that. You could. And you can't, there's nothing you can do or, would do to stop me no that's the difference that's why i think it's extreme because very few people now, if have you that left me there to sleep there i would think that's extreme but if you left me there for the next six hours i wouldn't think it extreme that time see we brought it back around if i left you there to sleep there if i just put a chain around the base mm. chained a collar on mm-hmm. you locked a collar and locked you to it and left you there Eventually, I would feel it very extreme. Yeah. Probably when I had to poop. See, it all comes full circle. (laughs) You're the worst. You're the absolute worst. But that's that's the difference between what we have or what we... The boundary know. set that we have that others probably don't. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put that out in saying, the universe because I don't think second. we can compare. I'm not our saying everyone. I'm saying most relationships are more like, hey, let's do this for a little bit and that's it, and that's cool. That's that's brilliant, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not putting that down. What I'm saying is, I think what we have is much more extreme because of that no boundary. Does that turn you on? That there's no boundary? No, that you feel more extreme than somebody else. No, not at all. Okay, I was just curious. No, actually... Because you like, to, you like to point that out, and I don't know. I don't know if we're more extreme. I don't know everybody's bedroom. I, I don't either. What I'm saying is I have 30 years' experience in the, in the scene, and I know what I know. And the majority of people that I've met, spoke with, or had relationships with don't have that. There's exceptions to that, but most don't. It's a addition to their life. It isn't their life. Mm. It's their relationships in many cases is not that. Now, I follow, you follow, many people on Twitter that have what we have. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about people who enjoy bondage or maybe enjoy anal play or maybe a little um, pet play or something like that. Cage. Is a cage extreme? No. No, I don't think caging's extreme. It Well, I guess it would depend on the size. The pet who might be claustrophobic? It depends on size more <laughs> than anything, I think. Um, I don't think caging's extreme. All right. All right, so you know what? Um, we are well over time, and it's your turn to come up with a topic. Really? Yep. Mm. <laughs> well, we could give you a week to figure out how to deep throat, and then we could come back and talk about Is that about really that. conversation? I think that is. I think that's because what Because that's gonna... just going to be a lot of... It's no. not much conversation I, there. I, no, I think it's a perfect... <laughs> I think we can talk about... Whether or not you made it or not. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Whether or not you got there. That sounds like fun. It doesn't sound anything like that when you're doing it. <laughs> it kind of does. No, it doesn't. I'm listening right now. It doesn't. Excuse me. So that's... That's the next conversation is deep learning. Well, yeah, I think we're going to have you work on it for a week and then come back to you to see how you're doing. Huh. Huh. All right. See? See how easy that was? You're looking, you're making a face about this though, like. (laughs) Again, I'm not sure it's going to go where you think it's going to (laughs) go. 
Why? It's got only one place to go down the throat. Well, <laughs> I have no idea what you're, where you're going or what you're doing with this. Uh, apparently putting it in my mouth past my gag reflex. Yes. Creating that really thick saliva mm-hmm. to take it deeper. Deeper, yeah. Uh-huh. And then hold it there. That's where it's going. And then use your throat to bring it deeper. Okay. Yeah. This is the conversation you want? Why not? All right. I guess that's what we're talking about then. You said I get to pick the topic. Mm-hmm. I did, didn't I? You, and mm-hmm. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it come out your nose. Oh, good. You swallowed. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said. <laughs> Say sayonara. Ah, uh, ciao. You just listened to the Objectify My Love podcast. Check us out on Twitter or Instagram at Objectify My Love or at our website at ObjectifyMyLove.com. As always, thanks for listening.